0: Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. I'd like to say hello to Keegan and Lee in New York. Hello to Aaron, Frida from the Philippines. Hello to Killian and Hunter from Orange County, California. Hello to Lily Summer from Stadland, Norway. Hello to Melody, age twelve, from New Brighton, Minnesota. Hello to Sophia. And hello to Maggie from Michigan. A happy belated birthday to Eliza Slatterly from Melbourne, Australia, who turned nine on December 25th. Happy belated birthday to Celeste and Laura Lee Solomon in Austin, Texas, who turned five on December 26th. A happy belated birthday to Joni from Quapaw, Oklahoma, who turned six on December 30th. Happy birthday to Isla from Royal Oak, Michigan, who is turning six on January 3rd. Happy birthday to Audra from Bozeman, Montana, who is turning eight on January 5th. And happy birthday to Emma from Holland, Pennsylvania, who is turning nine on January 7th. Happy birthday to you all. I hope you have a wonderful day. Shoutouts and birthday wishes are one way we give thanks to our supporters. If you would like to support us and receive more bedtime entertainment like this, all ad-free, please visit our support page at sleeptightstories.org support. Thank you. This is the third part of our story about the white rocking horse. In the last chapter, the rocking horse and the elephant were having a race to see who could go faster until the night watchman came along and returned them to their spots. When they talked about continuing the race, they said it would have to wait until the next night. When the store opened, a very loud boy raced in and demanded that his mom buy him the rocking horse. The rocking horse was very worried that he might be going home with this boy. The Story of the White Rocking Horse, Chapter Three. Dear me, thought the white rocking horse to himself as he felt the boy banging hard, leather heels into his side. This is quite dreadful. I hope I am not sold to this boy. He would be a very unpleasant boy to have, I am sure. Just because the white rocking horse and the other toys could not talk and move about when human eyes were watching them did not stop them from thinking things to themselves or from having feelings. And you may be very sure the white rocking horse felt that his feelings were very much hurt when the boy banged his heel so hard into the sides of the horse. I certainly hope I am not going to belong to this boy, thought the white rocking horse and he looked towards the toy counter. He saw the Calico Clown glancing sadly at him, and he noticed the monkey on a stick making funny faces at the boy. I wish I could make that boy come over here and look at me, thought the monkey. Then he would leave my friend, the white rocking horse, alone. But the loud boy seemed to like being in the red leather saddle on the back of the rocking horse. Giddy up, get along there, cried the boy. And again, he clapped his heels against the wooden sides of the horse, chipping off bits of paint. With his hands, the boy yanked on the reins until he nearly pulled them off the head of the white rocking horse. A young lady clerk who worked in the toy department came along just then. Please, do not be so rough on the horse, little boy, she said in a gentle voice. I'm going to have this horse, shouted the loud boy as he rocked to and fro. I'm going to make my mother buy him for me. Giddy up, giddy up. Oh, I never could stand belonging to this boy, thought the poor white rocking horse. I would want to run away. While the unpleasant boy was still in the saddle, swaying to and fro and banging his heels, a lady came walking down the aisle to the toy department. Here's the horse I want, the boy cried at her. He's a dandy, he has real hair in his tail and mane, and the saddle is real leather. Buy me this horse. No, Roy, I cannot buy you this horse, said the lady. It costs too much, and you have a rocking horse at home now. Yes, but that one has no ears. His leg is broken, and he has no saddle or bridle, cried the boy. I want this horse. Your horse was as good as this one when it was new, said the boy's mother. If you had taken care of it, it would still be a good horse. Well, I couldn't help it because his ears pulled off. I wanted him to stop rocking and he wouldn't, grumbled the loud boy. I had to pull his ears. Gracious, think of pulling off the ears of a rocking horse because he wouldn't stay quiet, said the bold tin soldier to himself. I hope our white horse doesn't get this boy for an owner. I want this horse. I want "'This one!' cried the boy, again banging his heels on the side of the toy. "'No, Roy, you cannot have it,' said his mother. "'Then I want this calico clown!' the boy exclaimed, jumping off the horse so quickly that the toy animal would have been knocked over. Only the young clerk caught it and held it upright.' The boy caught the clown up in his hands and began jabbing the toy in the chest to make the cymbals bang together. Dear me, what a dreadful person this boy is, thought the calico clown. So rough! As for the white rocking horse, he began to feel better as soon as the boy was out of the saddle. True, his wooden sides were somewhat dented, but the young clerk said to her friend at the doll counter, I'll get a little oil and rub the spots out. They won't show, and the horse will be as good as ever. It's a shame such boys are allowed in the toy department. Buy me this calico clown, cried the boy, who was jabbing the brightly dressed toy and making the cymbals clang. I want this if I can't have the rocking horse. No, you can't have anything, said his mother. Put it back, Roy. The boy frowned and tossed the calico clown back on the counter so hard. One of the cymbals struck the candy rabbit and chipped a little piece of sugar off one ear. And all the toys were glad when the boy's mother finally took him away. I need to get you a pair of shoes, Roy, she says. I hope she gets him a pair that pinches his toes, thought the bold tin soldier. Such boys should be taught not to break toys and they should never, never be allowed to pull the ears off a rocking horse. And if the white rocking horse could have spoken, he would have said the same thing, I am sure. Other boys came in to try the white rocking horse and they were all good boys. They took their place in the red saddle very quietly and did not bang their heels. Nor did they yank and pull on the reins that were fastened to the head of the rocking horse. I would rather belong to two or even three of these kind boys rather than that one loud boy, said the white rocking horse to himself as he swayed backward and forward on the floor in the toy department. He and the lamb on wheels were too large to be sat on the counter with the calico clown, the monkey on a stick, the candy rabbit, and the bold tin soldier and other small toys. Slowly the day passed, and night was coming on again. Lights began to glow, for the days were short, and evening came quickly, even before the store was closed. I wonder if the rocking horse and the elephant will finish their race tonight, thought the bold tin soldier as he felt himself being taken out of his box to be looked at by a lady who was doing some shopping. It was almost closing time in the store when the white rocking horse, who felt much better since his sides had been rubbed with oil, heard a gentleman's voice speaking near him. "'This is about what I want for Dave,' said the man to the young lady clerk. "'Is this a good rocking horse?' The best in the store, yes, sir, was the answer. The tail and mane are real hair, and the saddle and bridle are real leather. The rockers, too, are nice and smooth, so the horse will go fast. Well, I don't want it to go too fast, said the man, smiling down at the white rocking horse as he patted its neck. "'My son Dave is too small to ride even a rocking horse very fast. "'I think, though, that I will bring him this one. "'And as it is so near closing, and as you are so very busy, "'if you will have this wrapped up for me, I will take it home in my car.' "'I'd be happy to help you,' replied the young lady with a smile. "'And I hope Dave will like this horse.' I am glad our horse is going to a boy who will be kind to him. Oh, Dave takes good care of his toys, said the man. Well, thank goodness for that, thought the white rocking horse. Now, like the sawdust doll, my adventures are going to start. Maybe I could race with the elephant, suggested the woolly lamb. I have wheels on, and if the elephant wears his roller skates... That will make us both even. We could have the race tonight, perhaps. Well, I hope you have some jolly times while I am gone, said the white rocking horse. Try to amuse yourselves. We will, answered the calico clown. But perhaps you will come back to see us, as the sawdust doll once did. I'm afraid not, neighed the horse. You see... The sawdust doll came back because the little girl, whose mother bought the toy, carried the doll in her arms. But I am too big to be carried in a boy's arms. Yes, that is so, agreed the bold tin soldier. Horses have to travel by themselves or else ride in cars. But perhaps, my dear friend, you may get a chance to gallop back here to see us some night. I would like to. The white rocking horse said, but I don't see how it can be done. Someone would be sure to be looking. Hush, quiet everyone, whispered the calico clown. The man is coming back. And back he came, having finished looking at the checkers and dominoes. The young clerk also returned with some large sheets of paper and a ball of string the toys could talk among themselves no longer. But of course they could still think, and each one who was to be left behind thought how lonesome it would be with the white rocking horse gone. As for that wonderful fellow, he was soon covered from the sight of his friends in the wrappings of paper. One sheet was put over his head so he could see nothing more. Then his body and legs were wrapped in another paper, and the red saddle and bridle of real leather were covered up, as well as the mane and tail of real hair. There, I think he will ride very nicely in my car now, said the man, as he paid the clerk for the white rocking horse. Then the man carried the horse down in the elevator. At first, it made the white rocking horse a little dizzy to be carried down in the elevator. He had not ridden in one for such a long time, not since he was first brought to the big store. Then, the white rocking horse had been carried up to the toy department in a big freight elevator, with many others like himself. But that freight elevator went more slowly than the passenger one, In which the man now carried down his boy's present. As the man went outside the store with his bundle, the white rocking horse felt a cold chill run over him. He was so used to the warm store that he had forgotten the cold weather outside. It was snowing, too, and one or two white flakes sifted in through the cracks of the paper and fell on the horse. Well, this is certainly a strange adventure, thought the white horse. Being carried along this way out into a storm, I wonder what will happen next. And the next he knew, he was put in the back of the car and away he rode, faster than he ever could have traveled by himself. Faster even than he had gone while racing with the elephant on roller skates. The ride in the car through the snow made the white rocking horse rather sleepy, so he really did not know much about what happened on his trip through the storm. All he remembered was that he went quite fast, and at last the car stopped. Then he felt himself being lifted out of the car, and he heard voices. Is Dave out of the way? the man asked. Yes, he and Dorothy are up in the playroom. Was the answer in a lady's voice. You can carry the horse right up to the attic. All right, said the man. As long as Dave and Dorothy are out of the way, I'll bring the horse in. Dorothy? Dorothy? thought the horse to himself. Where have I heard that name before? I guess some little girl who was called that must have come to the toy department at one time or another. "'Well, now to see what happens next.' "'He felt himself being carried along. "'Dimly he saw lights, and he felt that he was in a warm place, "'as warm as the store had been. "'Then suddenly the papers were taken off him. "'Oh, what a beautiful rocking horse!' exclaimed the lady. "'I am sure Dave will be pleased.' It's the same one I saw in the store. I am glad you got that one. Now the white rocking horse was still rather dazed and still rather sleepy from his ride in the cold. Or else, perhaps he would have been prepared for the surprise in store for him. Dimly, he seemed to remember having heard that lady's voice before. And dimly, he recalled having seen her before. Then, when his papers had been taken off, he was set down on the floor near a warm chimney in rather a bare and cheerless attic and left to himself in the darkness. But the white rocking horse could see in the dark, and when he knew that no human eyes were watching him, he spoke in the make believe language of Toyland. Is anyone here? "'Any toy that I can talk to or whom I can have a little fun with?' asked the white horse out loud. There was no answer for a moment, and then a voice said, "'You can talk to me if you like, "'but it has been many years since I have had any fun. "'I am old and broken and covered with dust.' "'Who are you?' asked the white horse. "'I am an old jumping jack.' was the answer. Here I am, over by the chimney. Oh, now I see you, said the horse. But what is the matter? Are you so very old? Oh, yes, I am almost five years old, was the answer. My two legs are broken and one of my arms, and the spring by which I used to jump is all worn out. So as I am no longer of any use in this world, I am in the attic home. That is the last resting place of broken toys, you know. I have heard of it, said the rocking horse rather sadly. I hope I am not kept here. Indeed, you will not be, said the old jumping jack. You are new and are going to enjoy your first year. Ah, how well I remember that. But... There is no use worrying. I had some good times. I once made a little boy happy, and now I am content to stay here in the dust and darkness. I shall be glad to know that you are going to have a jolly time. Thank you, said the white rocking horse. Then he and the old jumping jack talked together for some hours in the attic. All the next day they were together and the white rocking horse told how he had once lived in a big department store and how he had been given a ride in a car. And the jumping jack told his story, how he used to leap about and cut funny capers. The next night after dark, a light was seen gleaming in the attic. The white rocking horse and the jumping jack had just begun to talk together and the horse was showing his friend how fast he could rock when they had to stop because the man came up and the lady was with him. Dave and Dorothy are asleep now, said the lady. We can take the rocking horse down and leave him for Dave. Yes, we can do that, the man said. And here is an old jumping jack. It is broken, but the paint on it is still good. I'll dust it off and take it down. It will make it look more jolly. And to his own great surprise, the jumping jack was taken down with the white rocking horse. As for the rocking horse, so many things happened at once that he hardly knew where one began and the other left off. He saw many toys scattered around, and one in particular made him open his eyes in wonder. For there, sitting on the carpet near him, was the sawdust doll. The very same sawdust doll who had lived in the toy store with him. And that is the end of this part. Good night. Sleep tight.